Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. So this episode, I have a special treat for you. Today, you're going to get to listen to a conversation that I had with Stephanie Bellinger from Spiritual Boss Babe. She is a mindset and transformation coach. She helps healers and coaches and visionaries with uh, quantum leaps into their next level of purpose, impact, and abundance. And, you know... This conversation was absolutely incredible because Stephanie and I are both manifestation lovers and we both teach a lot on manifestation, but we both have completely different ways of approaching manifestation. So this episode is going to give you a completely different way of looking at manifestation. We talk a lot about quantum manifestation and leaping through timelines to manifest. We also chat a lot about how to actually heal your past and your future simultaneously, how to connect with your future self and receive advice. And then she gave some tips on money manifestation and really stepping into abundance. And on top of that, she shares her story, which is so inspirational. And I know that people out there really, really need to hear it. She got really vulnerable with her share. So I'm so excited for you to hear. I know you're going to gain so much from this episode. Make sure you stick around to the very end to hear her money manifestation tips. And with all of that said, here is Stephanie. Well, hello, Stephanie. Welcome to the podcast. And thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for this. Hey, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And um, do you want to start by just sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So I am the founder of Spiritual Boss Babe, which is an amazing community for spiritual entrepreneurial women who are obsessed with growth, manifestation, living their dream life and living their purpose really. And I help these women master their mindset, transform their reality and really create a life and business that lights their soul up. And I do a lot of work around subconscious reprogramming, energetics, and bringing in the spiritual mysticism and woo into the mix because it just makes life so much more magical. I agree with you there. And I, I'm really stoked on this because I know we both obviously teach manifesting, but I feel like we have such a different way of going about it. So I can't wait to hear about, about your view on it and your take on it. But before yeah. we dive into the juicy manifestation <clears throat> woo stuff, you want to share more about like, how did you get where you are? Have you always been into manifesting uh, or was there kind of um, a turning point in your life? Yeah, there was definitely a turning point. Um, this is where I usually bring most people. It was a long time ago. It was over 15 years ago, actually. 
I was a teenager. I was um, in my teens and I was in a very abusive relationship from 14 to 20. And during that time, I started getting into, well, before that, I was always interested in, in like just the mystical side of life. I just always felt like, you know, I was being watched over and there was more to reality than what most people are aware of. Um, so as a teenager, while I was in that toxic relationship for those five years, I really had to learn how to take my power back and uh, gain the strength to leave that toxicity and live my life on my own terms. And so I started getting even more into um, all things energy. I was reading about chakras and the human aura and past lives and spirit guides and how to develop my psychic abilities. And I had books on everything you can imagine back when I was a teenager and I had my first Oracle deck of cards and um, then that led me to meditation and really practicing that. And I started meditating every morning for like at least 20 minutes a day. And I, I started changing my diet and my uh, health and fitness journeys began. And I was so connected to being on the other side of that toxic relationship. I was so connected to you know, being free, feeling confident because I, I had like zero confidence and that relationship was, it was literally like a living hell. It was like, I can't even, words can't describe like how like horrendous it was. And I felt stuck. I felt literally like I couldn't, there was nowhere to go and I was scared for my life. But with the meditation and working on my body and losing 60 pounds and, and, and connecting to my higher self, I started hearing this voice, my soul's voice say like, you know, there's so much more to life than this. You're, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, you got this and it helped me continue on. And I was able to leave that toxicity and be completely left alone by that person and went on to follow my dreams. But I tell people my, that like, that was a really big um, manifestation, if you were to, lose all of that weight, to transform from the inside out, to take my power back, reclaim my life. And it was because I was so connected to the end result. Like I was so connected to being on the other side of it, that even when I was in it and the living hell that I was in, that feeling of being on the other side of it fueled me to get into the meditation and, and stay on top of that practice and, and fill my body with, you know, better foods and move and, and, and do all of those things. And it completely transformed, it actually saved my life. You know, I probably, I don't know where I would be or if I would even be here, honestly, if I didn't experience, if I didn't make that shift. That is, I just got goosebumps all over my body when you said, and I don't know if I would still be here. That is incredible. And I know that so many people probably need to hear this because there's a lot of people I know, I mean, who are in situations where they feel like, oh, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like my life can never change, you know, whatever it might be and feel trapped where they are. So those people listening who are resonating with you, like, I feel like, you know, so trapped in my life, whether it's something as horrible as an abusive relationship or just maybe in a job they don't like. How did you hold on to that, to that envision? Like, is that like a practice you were doing every day, visualizing it? Like, how did you put yourself in that place where you were able to make all of those changes? Because that is so incredible that 
all of those changes happened. Um, yeah. that's just like, it's, 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 yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I think so too. And because like, sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't even know how I endured all of that. Um, mm -hmm. obviously I had, I had gone on a healing journey after the fact as well, because there was a lot to heal from that time. I mean, it was physical, sexual, emotional abuse. And I just, I just prayed a lot and, and really connected to my spirit team and, and my higher self and the meditation really, really helped. I really, I, I know there was, there was outside forces uh, supporting me. Um, and I really felt that. And the more I meditated and really connected to myself, the clearer that became. And, um, it just, it's like this inner knowing just got stronger and stronger and stronger that, you know, there's so much more to life. Like uh, by the time I left, it was like, it was kind of like, what are you doing here? What the fuck are you doing here? It's time to go. Let's go. We're done. And it was just like yeah. this fearless. I mean, I was still, I had to plan a lot of things out before I actually left. That's a whole nother story, but I just, I just was like done. And it was kind of like drawing a line in the sand, like taking my power fully back. Um, I'm going to live life on my terms. I'm going to follow all of my dreams. And that's really where a lot of my motivation was born. I was like, okay, if I felt like after I lost all of that weight in six months and like really transformed, I looked completely different and I felt completely different. And that actually showed me, wow, I could do any fucking thing I put my mind to. If I can accomplish this and ch completely change, transform my physical body in less than a year and, and also see the mindset shifts as well, I could do anything I put my mind to. And I knew that. And that's when I started becoming obsessed with, well, I'm going to follow all of my dreams. And I moved to New York City and I was, did all my business ventures there. And I just, um, I just knew that, you know, if I could do that, I could do anything. And it really supported the rest of my life and journey. Yeah. Hell yes. I love all of that. And I know you, I mean, what it sounds like to me is from what you let me know if this is accurate or not. It sounds like a lot of what enabled you to power through those like really dark times was your connection you were building to the support outside of you, whether you want to call that your spirit guides, universe, God, source, you know, um, and let me know if that's accurate. And if so, like, how did you go about building that connection? Yeah. Well, it was, outside of me, but it was also inside of me, you know, and that mm. was like the most important part of connecting to myself. So yeah, I had my spirit team, angels, whatever supporting. And at the same time, it was like really learning how to love myself and, and know that I am so worthy of so much more than I was putting up with at that time. And I just saw my value as a person, um, and nobody else can see that but you, you know, like uh, it's different when, when, when I saw it and started realizing it because of, you know, the quieting my mind and taking care of my body and all that stuff, it was um, easier to leave that. So what exactly was your question again? I'm sorry. I want to make sure I'm like actually answering. <laughs> that, that, that was, that was, per that was a perfect answer. I was asking about how you created that, that connection to the support, but it sounds mm -hmm. like what you're saying is 
the connection you really built outside of spirit guides and angels and all of that was the connection with yourself and your worth and your ability to, to love yeah. yourself. Again. Yeah. And yeah. I would journal, yeah. I would journal all the time too. Like I would write letters to God, angels, spirit team to and from, I would write letters to my higher self to and from, I journal a lot and, um, it really helped me understand myself more and, and, um, just get out of that living hell. <laughs> I mean, it was rough. I mean, I, I cannot even imagine. I, I just, I know I said it like a million times. It's incredible that you were able to do that. And I'm so glad that you're on here sharing this because I know that people are listening and really need to hear it. Yeah. What did those practices actually look like for you? What did the practices look like? Mm-hmm. So the first step was awareness of like being, bringing my awareness of like, well, what do I really want? And start dreaming. I started dreaming. Well, what do I really want? Like, this isn't it. So what do I really want? How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel about myself? Um, what do I want to experience in my life? And from there, I like, I really believe in the power of scripting and writing things into existence. These are some of my earlier practices was writing things into existence. And, and I was very into creating my own little rituals, like witchy woo rituals with, you know, different visualizations. Um, I was very much into visualization way back then as well. And this is stuff that I teach now, but I have a way greater understanding of it now. Um, But back then I would see myself and, 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 and get all of my senses on board in the connection of the, with the connection of the desire. And I started becoming that version of myself as I did that. I didn't know what I was doing back then that like I do now. So when I look back in retrospect, it's really cool that I did all of those things. And that's actually where the quantum manifestation comes in because I realized later on that yes, I was connecting with spirit guides, angels, and all that stuff. But I had an experience a couple years ago in a plant medicine journey where I literally went back to all past versions of myself. And I said, I love you so much. You're going to, you're, everything's going to work out for you. Everything's going to be okay. I love you so much. Like I'm here for you, all this stuff. And what I realized in that experience was that it was a future version of me who went back to the me who was in that abusive relationship and inspired her and told her to start doing these things and you know was giving her the hope and all this stuff because everything's happening now past present and future and when I had that realization it blew my mind because so many dots connected and it everything on my journey started making so much more sense um in in that in that uh, aspect um so visualization is really really powerful it's my favorite thing to do and now i teach these tools like um nlp neurolinguistic programming how to uh, reprogram your unconscious mind and also how to travel through time through the quantum to heal and also to manifest because you can do it in both directions how i just said it in this where i went back into the past but i didn't even know like what i was doing but i was you know doing it And um, you can also do the same thing for future, which is future memories, essentially. You can connect to your visualization. Your desire is also a future memory. And you can bring that into this now moment. Same thing with the past. 
when I, when you change your past, you can change the tra- trajectory of your future. Mm, oh my gosh. There's so much there. <laughs> you know, um, it just okay. came out. <laughs> so much I want to dive into. Yeah. That just came out. That was meant to be before we dive into, cause I have so, so many questions. Do you want to just explain first? Like what is, what does it mean to say quantum manifestation and how is that different from just say manifestation? Well, quantum manifestation is like, so the quantum field is basically if anyone has heard of the multiverse theory, how are the many worlds where um, there are infinite number of realities and potentialities, everything exists in the quantum field. We are like swimming in this quantum soup right now. And so it's the, um, it's the many worlds theory and that there are infinite possibilities and realities. Also their time, everything's happening simultaneously, past, present, and future is all happening right now. There's only ever the now moment and what we're observing in the now moment. And so when it comes to quantum manifestation, it's about really tapping into the infinite possibilities that already exist and choosing which, which reality, which timeline you want to step into. Um, right now in this now moment and the way we actually do that instead of thinking of it in the future you embody it in the now and so like for example when people say I want to manifest a certain amount of money I first ask them well who who is that version of you who is living in the reality where it's already done and how can we bring that into the now and so I help them bring that embodiment into the now and as they do that um, here's what happens as they bring the embodiment into the now, like, okay, how would you start your day? Like what beliefs would you have? What would your habits be? How would you, how would your home look? You know, what different things would you be doing? And it doesn't always have to involve spending money. If you're, if someone's in a place where like, you know, they want to have this, this extra income and they're not in a place to, you know, go and do all the things they want to do. It's like, it's more about the smaller pieces of, even changing your style. So I help them with the embodiment piece, but once they embody and they begin to bring that in, we, the quantum healing stuff comes up because when you step into a new level or a new version of yourself, you know, a lot of people sit here up level pains. That's because things come up from the subconscious into your conscious awareness for you to look at and shift. So um, that's when we go and do the healing work from the past. Um, through many different, many different ways to do that, um, to train, to change the trajectory of the future, to clear out the energy field and get more into alignment with what it is that they want. So, um, so either things will come up to be looked at, processed, felt, released, shifted, whatever, um, or just maybe reframed even, or things will just fall away sometimes it will just, you know, some things will come up that are like root, like core things and some things will just fall away. That's like, wow, I don't even know why I gave my energy to that. And so in doing so in doing the embodiment, then the, and the healing simultaneously, you literally can make a huge quantum leap. And I like to say this quote, I don't know, I don't remember who made it, but it's, you could be a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. And, you know, everyone is a masterpiece. We're born a masterpiece. And so when it comes to quantum manifesting and making these big leaps, 
you know, there, it's important to let go of the timeline of like the how and the when and just be and embody that. And the more you do that while you also work on whatever is coming up, the, the easier it will be for your reality to shift. And you might be so present in the embodiment of it that you stop caring about when it's going to happen because you know it's already done. And so you're just living your best life in this present moment. And that's literally what we're supposed to do. I mean, that's why we're here to live our freaking best lives in this present moment. That's why you hear people talk about gratitude and affirmations and all that stuff. It's to, you know, bring your awareness of everything that you're grateful for, bring you present. And um, that's where the magic happens. Mm, yes, I love that. And I'm so glad you you brought up the, that quote. Um, because I feel like that's something that I see all the time. And I, I had to myself is this idea that you need to be fully healed to become worthy of what you want to manifest or to manifest yeah. the life of your dreams or whatever it might be. And so I see a lot of people, um, you know, when the limiting beliefs come up and you know, the subconscious mind reprogramming, I know it can be overwhelming for people who feel like they have to work through all of it immediately mm-hmm. in order to become worthy enough to manifest. And so I love that you brought that up because I think it's, it's so important for people to understand that. Yeah. Like you said, you're already a masterpiece and you're worthy yeah. of, it, of it. Right. Yeah. Now. And just so people know, like I've had some of my biggest income months when I was in the midst of a freaking breakup and couldn't even get out of bed. So you can seriously manifest the things that you want, even when you're in a shitty place that is challenging or, you know, if you have a bad day or whatever, like you can still, you are always manifesting and you can still call in things that you want. You know, a lot of people talk about the high vibe stuff. And I, I do preach that your vibration is your number one priority. Um, it You might want it to be if you want to manifest like the things that you want. And what I mean by that is like, you know, just taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. And sometimes that looks like holding space for, you know, challenging or undesirable emotions that come up. And sometimes that looks like having fun and, you know, fueling your mind. It, it's just um, uh, being there for yourself and knowing that, uh, your dominant vibration is what you attract. So that dominant vibe that you're putting out with your thoughts, your feelings, your energy, your intentions, and your actions. Yes, 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 yes. I'm right there with you. I, my biggest month I've ever manifested an income was also the most stressful in my life. I don't think I've ever cried that much ever. Um, in one month. And I just, I, I, I actually think personally, you know, when I have the most emotional and I give myself permission to be that emotional, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm releasing so much of that repressed energy that my vibe just goes through the roof, even though I feel, you know, maybe shitty in the moment. Um, I think those are still my most high vibe months are the ones yeah. where I'm like, okay, Kristen, you have permission to actually feel this sadness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really glad that you brought that up. And um, for anyone who maybe is interested in learning quantum manifestation or getting into that, um, do you have any tips or ways that people can begin to like apply this to their lives to like start really embodying the timeline they want to call in? Yeah, um, I I share a lot of stuff on my <laughs> site and podcast as well about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... Uh, hypnosis is a really, really powerful tool to really um, get your subconscious mind on board. 
because it slows your brain waves down and you're able to install new, more empowering suggestions. Um, I really think that that's uh, one of the most powerful ways to begin that um, getting your subconscious on board. The embodiment piece that's where you get to have fun with it, you know, and, and ask yourself better questions of like, well, what does the version of me look like and feel like and sound like who's already living in the end? For me, I started um, changing different habits, like even in my business, like when I was going through a phase of like, I just felt like I, I was going through the phase of feeling like I should be further along. And I felt stuck. Like I was at a plateau. I wasn't making as much as I wanted to make or impacting as much people. And I realized that I was doing certain things that were out of alignment and I was giving my power to thoughts that were not in alignment. And so I, one thing that really helped me that I shared with someone else earlier today was understanding that I am not my thoughts. I am not you know, my experiences, I'm not my circumstances. I'm just the one who's thinking the thoughts or observing them or experiencing the things. And so when I really grounded into that, it helped me take my power back and say, okay, and and bring more awareness to the thoughts that I was thinking to then say, okay, like this is, it's, I'm here in this present moment. And when I give my energy to this thought, I feel shitty But when I give my energy to this thought, I feel really inspired. I have a choice. Um, you know, I have a choice of what I'm feeling, you know? And so I just started correcting that, but also hypnosis really helped in that process. And I love shifting something in my style to embody that next Mm -hmm. level self, you know, for me, like the first one time I shaved my side of my head, I'm not saying anyone needs to go do that, but we're just (laughs) get some new outfits or change your hair or whatever. That has always been really big for me as well. But, um, just bringing your awareness, getting clear on what, what like connect with your next level self or your future self. It's really, it's you already. It's just a different version of you who remembers more of who she is. And you can always connect to that version of yourself. I actually do um, a lot of that with quantum manifesting is I will connect to the me who's living in that reality. So as I already said, everything's already happening simultaneously at once. There are infinite possibilities and realities already there. And so you can connect with the version of you who's living in that reality, who's already making that amount of money and doing that thing. You can do this in a meditation. I take people through this in hypnosis or quantum timeline journeying work, Um, but you can connect to that version of yourself and get information from her. And this has helped me so much. Uh, As long as you listen to that information and trust, you can get information of What has helped her get to where she is? You know, what beliefs are her core supporting beliefs? Um, You know, what advice does she have for you right now that will help you, you know, close the gap in time? And you can even download information like into your cells from that version of yourself. And so um, you could do all of this in your mind and and by your, your consciousness can travel anywhere it wants. You know, you're just experiencing this physical reality right now because you're observing it. 
So if you close your eyes and observe a different reality, you can start to get more information and actually shift your free vibrational frequency in doing so as well. But you got to bring that back here with the embodiment piece of doing some, doing things differently, you know, uh, maybe you develop a new habit that supports you or you let go of an old habit or whatever. Maybe you show up differently online if you're, you know, sharing your message and helping other people and you start to just show up in a more embodied confidence. Um, those are some things that would really help. And I actually have a, a free hypnosis too. If anyone wants that, I could share it at the end. Oh, amazing. Definitely. I'm sure people will want that. I'm interested to try it. So I'll make sure I put the link for that in the show notes for everyone who's listening. And uh, I'm really glad that you brought up the the connecting with your future self stuff. It's interesting because at the beginning of my manifestation journey, I was huge on that. And at the time, like I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. I used to visualize the future I wanted and visualize conversations with that version of myself who was living in that future. And I actually had a few moments where, um, you know, a year down the line, I found myself in that exact moment that I had visualized and had this like massive deja vu wow. um, of like, oh, this is the moment when I went back and helped my past self. Um, and I, I haven't done that in so long. I forgot that I used to do that. Um, so I, I love that you're bringing that up. And, you know, for you, what is the best way of people listening? How how do you connect with the future version of you? Is this way to journal or to just think about it or, um, in meditation? Yeah. Um, well, there's uh, several ways. Uh, the way that I love the most is um, quantum timeline journeying. And basically, and this is also something that I teach and, and walk people through. Um, we all have like a timeline where we store our memories and our future memories and our, our subconscious timeline. And so you can actually float above it and go out into the future at whatever date, whatever, you know, however many years, whatever. And you can float into that particular day and see what you see, hear what you hear, feel what you feel and connect to that version of yourself. There's, there's that. Um, and, and like I said before, like getting the information, having a conversation, um, there's also a really cool meditation that I've done where I have, like, I walked down this hallway and there was this, there's just, there was just this long hallway and this beautiful golden door. And as soon as I opened the door, it was just like all clouds. And I just walked out into the clouds and met with that version of myself. And I asked her to, really support me in this next level. And she held my hands and looked me in the eyes. And I felt as though she was like transferring information into me. And that was really, really cool as well. And I just noticed like what downloads came in shortly after that, or what ideas or resources or whatever came in after that. Um, and, and I would journal. And then the other way that I do it is I simply write. I write a letter in my journal to hire, to that version of myself, higher self, whatever you want to you know write. And I write down like everything I'm going through, like what I really want to experience, like what I would like support with. And then I'll pause and then I'll do a response in automatic writing where I'll write from her to me and just let it flow. And 
automatic writing is a really powerful practice. Also that can support in channeling with spirit guides and stuff too, but you can also do it to connect with future or different versions of yourself in different realities. And I would just write down whatever came through. And the key to that is to not think about it just let it flow. And it might feel like it's, you're just writing it. Well, you are, I mean, it is <laughs> you, but right. It's like, you're allowing your wisdom to come through. You're allowing yourself to connect to the multidimensionality of you because you exist in multiple dimensions and realities. And so you literally can connect to that and it is coming through you. You're just allowing it to flow through so you can get information, resources, ideas, um, advice, a new way of looking at things that feels more empowering. And um, it's also really helps you master yourself and how you show up in your reality and, and being at cause for everything that you are creating instead of being in effect and being the victim and all that stuff. It allows you to take your power back and say, oh, I'm, I, I create my reality and you know this is what I'm gonna work through or this is what I'm, how I'm gonna look at this now and I'm gonna see the lessons in this because that's gonna help me grow. Mm, yeah, I I love doing automatic writing as well. I think also for people who are going to try it, it's a really good practice to build your trust in yourself. Uh, because I know when I began doing it, I was always like, oh, this is, am I making this up? Is this just like my imagination? Am I talking to myself? So like the process of actually being to trust what you're writing, even if it feels silly, like you're making it up, it's that process of trusting that, you know, whatever is coming through me right now, no matter how it feels, is coming through me for a reason. And I can trust whatever advice I'm receiving through this automatic writing, no matter what it feels like. And eventually, I think it begins to feel more normal and less weird and less mm -hmm. like you're making it up. Um, but it's but it's a practice so for anyone who's going to go home and try that trying it. And it's like, Oh, this is so weird. I'm making it up. Um, you have permission to trust yourself even if it feels silly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I've learned to trust myself over time because I mean, there was just so many signs and synchronicities, like looking back and connecting all the dots. It's like, okay, like I can trust myself. Oh yeah. I'm right there with you. I think it gets to a point where the synchronicities are so consistent that you can't even say, Oh, this is a coincidence anymore. It's just like yeah. not even statistically possible. Yeah, uh, they just build up, build up. That's how I built my trust in, in the fact that manifestation is real. It's like, oh, all right, this this is not possible to even brush this off anymore. It has to be real. Um, yeah. And I think that's a really important part of, of the manifestation journey is is being open to synchronicities and acknowledging and not acknowledging them when they do show up, um, mm -hmm. which therefore, I mean, calls in even more synchronicity. Yeah, synchronicity of the universe. So cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I want to shift this conversation toward abundance because I know that's something that you are huge on. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to tell us, like, I guess first, what does abundance mean to you? Yeah, that's a great question. To me, abundance is a way of being. It's an energy. It's a frequency. It's a, you are like abundance. It's a feeling, a way of being and um, it's outside of just money, you know, that's obviously a way that most people resonate with abundance. Um, but when I think of abundance, I just think of an overflow of amazing things in your life, whether it's money, amazing soul family, love, relationships, like 
an abundance of ideas and opportunities, an abundance of gratitude that you have. Like abundance is a frequency to tap into. And when you align with that frequency of it's, you know, you are, it, it is also you, like it's part of you. Um, you are align with calling more into your life that you desire, that supports you, that, you know, um, you have more than enough of everything. And so me, to me, it's like a way of being, it's a frequency, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibey vibe. I, I feel the same way about abundance and okay. So I know you mentioned tapping into it. So how do you actually tap into embodying that vibe? Well, first I think fun is the key Mm. to me. Fun is the key having fun and really just feeling free is the key to tapping into abundance. And you can do that in so many ways. Like for me, I love dancing and allowing my body to move and like just having fun with that and, and shifting my energy. It's an energy shift. So that's one way to tap into it. And definitely what makes you feel free and in flow and what, what is really fun for you? And are you making time for yourself to get into that energy on a daily basis? Or are you just behind your computer or at work or hustling or trying to do more? It's not about doing more, actually. It's about being, um, you know, money and anything else that you desire for that matter comes from energy and vibration. It doesn't come from effort. Like that is a piece of it, like aligned action from the place of being and embodying and and being in that frequency. And so to me, that frequency is fun, freedom and flow. And so what, when you are, and I know people listening to this, you know what you think is fun. Like, you know, when you've had fun, you know, when you feel free, even if you're not like buying something or whatever, it has nothing to do with money, but like, you, you know, like those, those moments when you feel really free for me, like a big thing is like moving my body. Um, or even just laughing and, and having fun. When do you feel most in flow? And in, when you're in flow, it's when like you're just in the zone. The time is passing. You're having a good time. I feel most in flow when I'm doing different things that support me. Um, when I get up in the early in the morning and I get my workout done, when I'm doing my artwork and, and being creative, um, that actually stuff that actually helps me get into flow and feel more inspired when I'm not doing those things. And so it's like that masculine feminine energy right there. But um, so yeah, that's one piece of it. Um, The other piece of it is being resourceful and knowing that you're resourceful and allowing for the space of that resourcefulness to come through. Oftentimes people think of all the things that could go wrong or what if this happens or what if that happens or what if I blah, 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 or yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And um, when you're in that place, you don't feel resourceful of how to make shit happen. But when you're in a state of feeling of fun, excitement, you know, gratitude, all of those um, really exciting things, and doesn't mean you need to be there all the time, but when you're in that state, you feel more resourceful. Or like when you're just chilling, you'll 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 think of ideas or you'll you'll get nudges or you'll have a an inspiration to do something, go somewhere. Um, like for example, um, 
one time for me, I was in my business. I was having so much fun, you know, hanging out with my soul family. I have a big soul family here in Austin. It's like a huge thing. Um, I was having so much fun with my friends and just enjoying life, going out, you know, going out in nature in the middle of the day during the week, having a good time, celebrating with them. And I was like, we're just really, really in the vibe of just feeling amazing and excited. And I just got this inspired idea to post about, um, you know, taking on a few new one-on-one clients and they ended up manifesting like three pay in full clients, pay in full clients, which is a, a very, you know, is a, a large investment for many people. And it just happened like overnight from being in that vibe, allowing that divine, you know, inspiration to come through and just putting it out there. And it had everything to do with the vibe, the vibe I was in and the energy I was putting out. And because, you know, when you're feeling like that, um, most of the time it like you're, you just feel like more limitless and resourceful to make things happen. Um, you know, when I started my Facebook group, I have like 30,000 women in there now, but when I first started it, I was naturally going through a phase of transition and I wasn't in the best place in my life, but I was doing things that get me in flow. I was doing my artwork a lot. I was making crystal pendants back then. And that energy as well for me, that creativity and like working on my art that taps me in to my flow. And so I got this download to start a community, Spiritual Boss Babes, on Facebook. And I was like, I want to bring all of these amazing women together. I know there's women like me who want to live their purpose and master their mindset and manifest their dreams. So let me just bring them all into one place. And I started my group and just, it blew up. It didn't blow up right away. After the first year, it did blow up right away. Like it went from like a couple thousand people to like 30,000 women around the world. But my point is I got the download to do that from being in a place of flow And as I grew my business and everything, I continued to get downloads or ideas that were inspired to uh, make things happen and to grow my business and income and and impact. And uh, there's been challenges along the way as well. Of course, there are things that I've done that weren't super aligned or I would start going into, oh my God, I want to... And so it's been this beautiful journey of growth, but the point being of this whole answer is fun, flow, alignment, and it'll help you tap in. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I took away from that is, you know, because I think like the question I get a lot, and I'm sure you do too, is like, how do you know when action is aligned, right? Like what is aligned action? Where, how do you get those inspired ideas? And what I really love about what you said is that what I think you're meaning is it's, it's less about trying to come up with the inspiration. Yeah. It's more about just being present. Uh, and when you're in that present place and you're not trying, right. Then it just comes to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of like, the, as a lot of things in manifestation are the opposite of what you would think to do instead of trying yeah. to think of the idea, you just focus on enjoying the shit out of your life and allow everything to come to you, including the inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And it will come if like, you know, how a lot of people, they get the best ideas in the shower or working out. 
you know, it's because you're in a more relaxed or your, your brain waves are different during those times or when you're falling asleep. That's why meditation is so powerful too, because you're able to tap in and get this inspiration, whether it's from your spirit team or your higher self or your unconscious mind is like, here we go, sis. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Uh, I get a lot of my ideas in the shower and, and yeah. in the bath. I love taking baths for getting ideas. Yeah. I used to I, always, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. So I used to always, um, back when I had my big bathtub, I used to always write poetry in the bathtub. Oh, and I would always, in the middle of writing poetry, I would always get amazing ideas. It was like, I knew that was, I didn't, I didn't go there to get ideas, but whenever I felt inspired to write poetry, I would go take a bath and all of my ideas came there. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. For me, it's, uh, it's usually in the shower or when I'm falling asleep mm. or when I'm working out too, but most of the time when I'm falling asleep. I get them a lot when I, when I work out as well. Um, yeah. I just think that's when my brain is, I mean, for me, working out is almost like a state of meditation. Yeah. Um, it's like when I'm the most present and I get so many, so many downloads when I'm exercising. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to ask you, so in terms of you manifesting money, do you feel like you try to manifest money? Like you have practices for manifesting money or it's more of a side effect of you just being in the vibe, like you just shared and enjoying your life. I think it's both actually. Um, I think it's both, uh, in the beginning and, you know, every next level I get to, I need to work through stuff too at times, you know, um, when I was like first getting into it, like really intentionally, I mean, I've been intentional, but I didn't know a lot of the things until I started knowing the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really intentional about um, not just, I found for me, and I I think people are different. I'm really getting into human design more now. And, you know, there's the specific manifestors and the non-specific manifestors. I'm actually a non-specific manifestor. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's actually more um, powerful to get clear and aligned with what, how I want to feel and what else that money will do. Like, what am I going to do with the money? Not the, like the exact amount, you know, like get a new car, blah, blah, blah. So, um, and, and get more into the feelings. Some people, it, they're, it's better for them to be like really, really specific. So um, regardless of that, I just started bringing my awareness to how, how like the kind of income I wanted to make um, at that time when I first started really being way extra intentional, I started getting into how I wanted to feel and I still had my practice of dancing every day and having fun and working out. And, um, I started really being intentional about thanking money and thinking of money as like a spirit guide. Mm -hmm. And instead of like a, a thing, like thinking of money as a spirit guide, it's a tool, it's an energy. And yeah, we have dollar bills or we not, barely any people have been used dollar bills anymore. It's, it's on a freaking card and a number on a screen. It's literally like energy. And so I started looking at money as a spirit guide or as a partner or friend or whatever. So I started building my relationship with money and I realized that um, I wasn't treating it like I would treat a lover or best friend or, you know, spirit guide. I wasn't treating it with um, the utmost respect and love and gratitude I had a lot of fear around it, frustration, getting annoyed that I didn't have as much as I wanted at that time. And it was this energy of like 
fear, whatever, frustration, annoyed. And of course it didn't want to be around me as much at that time. And so, well, I shifted really, really quickly by shifting that energy, energy around. And, and I started thanking money every time I spent it and every time I received it. And even for bills, you know, thank you for this electricity so that I can have lights and make my food and all the things. Um, and that really shifted a lot of things for me. Just that alone shifted so much for me. And I started just really paying attention to how I treated it. You know, was my purse a fucking mess with like tons of receipts and bullshit, like in my wallet where I keep, you know, my, my money, my cards, or was it, you know, nice and neat and organized. So sometimes I would do rituals where I would, um, have my intention and I like to make my own rituals. So sometimes I would use candles or crystals or just my writing something down and using the moon energy. I believe our intention is the most powerful thing there is. So all of the additional things, yeah, can amplify that energy. And so, um, I, I did some of that and, you know, that was at the beginning more, um, and within 30 days from making a lot of those shifts, I manifested my first $10,000 month and started like really understanding that it's an energy thing. It is also a subconscious reprogramming thing, you know, so it's just all these different pieces can fit into a practice that supports uh, the individual person. It's not like I do all of these things every single day now. Um, it's kind of become more of a way of being and being aware when I do have a funky thought or a belief pop up, I have the awareness to look at it and either ask better questions, journal about it, tap, do some EFT tapping, or I can just literally reframe it and remind myself that that's actually not true at all. And this is the truth. Yeah, I, I really like that you describe that as a spirit guide that's the first time i've ever heard that <laughs> um in describing a relationship with money but um that's interesting i i'm not a ritual person i've never really done money manifestation rituals so i love hearing this side of it what is your favorite like money manifestation ritual to take part in i keep it simple um pretty simple i like to use like different elements like the candles and the oils and crystals sometimes. Mm. So um, one of my favorite money manifestation rituals is basically involves like a green or gold candle, some cinnamon oil because cinnamon represents sweet success and um, and just writing down like a, either writing a letter to money that I'm calling in or writing the amount that I'm calling in and um and just lighting the candle, placing the paper with a citrine crystal or something on top and doing like a little visualization of seeing myself receiving it or doing what I would do when I, you know, just celebrating um, whatever um, with it. And that would help me get my unconscious mind on board and into the energy of it, as well as just my energy and intentions with the, um, the other things that I do within it. Mm. Yeah. I think that there's power. I think there's power in it and we don't, don't, I mean, it's important to, you know, not give your power away to a ritual or something like that. Um, but there is power in 
just the intention of it. And like the candle represents, you know, the color of the candle represents money or abundance. The oil has a meaning, the crystal has a meaning. You're giving your intention, you know, first and foremost, you're writing it down with your, you're using your body to write down what you want and you're visualizing getting all of your senses on board. So yeah, it definitely does amp up the energy in my personal opinion. And I don't do rituals all the time. Um, there are, there's a time and place when I really just enjoy to do them. <laughs> and sometimes if I feel pulled to do one, I will. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I I'm going to try that one. I've never done money manifestation skills, but I used to always manifest with crystals. Um, maybe I should, I feel like this podcast is bringing up all these practices I used to do that. the universe is like, Chris, you need to get back into these practices. Um, <laughs> I used to get uh, clear quartz crystals and I would set intentions and I would put the intention in the crystal. And then um, I would like carry the crystal with me. And whenever I remembered it, I would like hold it and I would like thank the universe for that intention coming to life. And it was mm. like really, really, really powerful. But I like how you mentioned to not give your power away because, you know, obviously us as eternal souls in these human bodies can do all the things that we think crystals or any other element can do. But I think you're right. I do think it does add that the extra energy um to to empower the intention yeah it's um, like a support team yeah <laughs> yeah i love that a support team um and, and i guess before we go one last question um i'd love to know if you could go back in time right now and say anything to the version of you 10 15 years ago what advice would you give her i would say that you are so more than enough. You are worthy of everything your heart desires. Life is going to be so much more magical than you can ever imagine. Everything's going to work out in your favor and your highest good. Keep going. Continue loving yourself, appreciating yourself, and showing up for everything that you desire in this lifetime. Mm, I felt that in my entire body. <laughs> I really felt that. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, can you let us know how we can connect with you, how we can find you, how we can stalk you on social media and sure. um, potentially work with you? Yeah. So I'm mostly on Instagram these days and it's at the spiritual boss, babe. Um, I also have my Facebook group where there's tons of amazing women in there from all around the world. It's called spiritual boss, babes. Got my podcast, spiritual boss, babe. Um, and also, I would love to share um, the free abundance hypnosis uh, for everyone listening. I have um, there's 11 journal prompts to bust through money blocks and uh, manifest more abundance, more financial flow. And then there's also an abundance hypnosis in the little uh, workbook, and that's at spiritualbossbabe.com/slash/11prompts. So it's just 11, like the number 11 prompts, like journal prompts. Um, and then, uh, that abundance hypnosis is super, super powerful. And it's a great way to start like reprogramming your unconscious mind and getting into those abundance vibes. Mm, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes. Uh, and thank you so much for being here and sharing everything there, that was, there was so much value in that mm. hour. So just thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Of course. So if you haven't already, I highly recommend that you check Stephanie out. She is absolutely incredible. And I also wanted to let you know that 
If you are listening to this in real time in March of 2021, Stephanie actually has a free training called Modern Magic for Quantum Manifestation. It is on the 29th of March and the link to that to sign up is also in the show notes. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. She is absolutely incredible and just being in her space, being around her energy, I know will help you to shift into more abundance. And with that said, I am sending you all so, 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 so much love. And I hope that you're having a magical day wherever you are in the world. Mm -hmm.